You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us for a special weekend bonus edition of the podcast. Hope you guys' Independence Day holiday has been absolutely marvelous. Hope you guys stayed up way late last night lighting off fireworks and enjoying good fr- food and spending time with your family and friends regardless. I hope your holiday weekend has been phenomenal. This is another bonus edition on the weekend as we continue our player countdown series on today's podcast. We are talking about the best Cougars to have worn the number 60 in a BYU uniform. We'll talk about that and also let you know a little bit more about the finalists that were on today's list. And with all of that, let's get going here. This is a special bonus edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast, and it begins right now. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on the Locked On Cougars podcast, which is your original daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Another special weekend edition of the podcast is here. Let's talk about the best Cougars to have worn the number 60 in BYU history. This is actually the last of the numbers that will involve, I think, majority offensive linemen. When we break into the 50s, a lot of linebackers enter the mix, and that's when it mixes it up a little bit. A lot of offensive linemen have seen their heyday, I guess, in these numbers for BYU, and today is kind of the last day of that. And It makes me sad because I played offensive line in high school, and it was a fun position to play. But our finalists on today's podcast were linebacker Rick Dixon, Linebacker Marv Allen, who also wore the number 49, but we're putting him at number 60 because I thought it fit better. I thought it was a cool number. Offensive lineman Terrence Brown, and then the Tidwell family. A number of brothers who played for BYU who all wore the number 60. It's a family legacy with the Tidwell, so I figured I'd put them all together as the Tidwell family as a finalist. And our fan vote today was very interesting. Terrence Brown, who was a standout offensive lineman for BYU, played both guard and center for the Cougars, won the fan vote with 54% of the vote. The Tidwell family coming in with 31%. Marv Allen, who I thought got overlooked in this, 9.5%. And then Rick Dixon with 4.8%. But... A lot of good players on this list. There's no doubt about it. And I really look at it and I just, I I look at the different players on this, in this group, some linebackers, of course, the Tidwell brothers who all wore number 16 were standout players for BYU across the better part of two decades. And I look at it and you know what? I have a hard time going against Terrence Brown as the best Cougar to have worn this number. Terrence, like I said, a three-year starter for BYU, played in a number of big games for BYU, was an all-conference honoree, and just a guy who got things done. That's what I loved about Terrence. He was Mr. Reliable on the offensive line for BYU. Uh, Just did everything you you could think of. And uh, Terrence has gone on to now be a wealth advisor. I think he's living back east in his native native Carolinas, I think North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, and doing great things out there. Uh, Lived out here for a time before moving back east, but I still think he's getting a lot of good things done. And I thought it was a fun guy to have on the list as a finalist. And I'm not going to go against the fan vote today. Guys like Marv Allen, great players in BYU uniforms, but I enjoyed watching Terrence Brown play, and I will freely admit that my bias in all of this is sometimes clouded by just guys I enjoyed watching play in BYU uniforms. The Tidwell brothers, phenomenal players. There's no doubt about it. All were great players for the Cougars, but I enjoyed watching Terrence Brown play football for BYU. What he did as a Cougar can't be overlooked. And the era he played in, 
his versatility, I think, really paid dividends for himself because he had the ability to play both guard positions as well as center. He was more than happy to move wherever the team needed him to move as long as he was, as long as he was on the field. That's all he really cared about, I felt like. It was him being able to play. And play he did. Like I said, just a phenomenal player. Really did some good things for the Cougars during his years as a BYU football player. And I, like I said, there's nothing against the other players, but I'm just going to admit that today my pick with the fan, along with the fan vote goes in favor of a guy who I just enjoyed watching play in a BYU uniform. So the best Cougar on the Locked on Cougars podcast of one the number 60 is our good friend Terrence Brown. And I I, I love doing these breakdowns. There's a ton of fun when we talk about these players and look and say, okay, what is this player like, etc. And number 60 on this year's team for BYU is an interesting player in his own right, and that is Austin Riggs. Uh, he's from Eagle, Idaho. He's back off a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he's a deep snapper for the Cougars. Riggs was a standout deep snapper uh, during high school, really got good things done. He will be competing with Britton Hogan, who will be a redshirt sophomore this year, for the starting job in fall camp to replace uh, the deep snapper position and become the starter there after they had graduation uh, this past season at that position. And I really look at Austin Riggs, and wearing number 60 will be an interesting number for a long snapper. A lot of specialists, they do wear interesting numbers. You see kickers wearing numbers in the 60s and the 70s sometimes. But to, to see a long snapper wearing that number is an interesting note for me just looking at it. And I look forward to seeing what Austin Riggs can do. But the best Cougar on today's podcast we wanted to talk about was Terrence Brown, an all-conference performer. Played in well over 50 games. I think started probably 40 or so of those games in his BYU career. And like I said, his versatility and just the way he played the game made him a fun watch. And he's our pick today as the best Cougar to have worn the number 60. All right, I had a couple of notes I needed to get to. I hadn't caught you guys up on with regards to BYU football earlier this week on the podcast. We'll get to all of that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that this podcast is available everywhere it can be downloaded. What I need you guys to do is to make sure you subscribe or, or, or follow the show. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you have to do that subscribe button. doesn't cost you a dime. It's just they use that subscribe as their no, this is their name for how you go about uh, taking it, listening to the podcast and following it each and every day. Spotify, on the other hand, uses the number, uses the term follow, and I'm making a mockery of all this, and I apologize, but I, I hope you guys will follow along with us each day. These podcasts, they're a ton of fun to do. It does require time, and I enjoy doing that, but a big thank you to you guys who have supported this podcast. Our download numbers have stayed remained extremely strong despite not having live sports for almost four months now. Here's hoping that 60 days away from today, BYU and Utah kick things off, and we're back in the sports business, but... Who knows what the future holds? But regardless, make sure you follow the show. Subscribe or follow wherever you're listening in from so that way you never miss an episode of the show. And Make sure you join us each and every day. All right, guys. Uh, one thing to get to on today's podcast on this bonus edition is a, a note that was actually uh, sent to me this past week that I didn't get to in our mailbag segment. It actually came in after I recorded the podcast. And it was a question that a listener had and said, Hey, Jake, our freshmen for BYU are the incoming players already on campus for, for the summer. Well, most of them should have been, but uh, you've probably seen on social media, some of these players look like they're still at home and that's because they are COVID-19 has caused all kinds of issues with getting guys into school, getting them moved into uh, their housing here in Provo. So a number of freshmen, especially, I know the junior college guys like uh, uh, Chris, 
Christopher Jackson, as well as Jock Wilson have already shown up at BYU. But a lot of the freshmen, I'm speaking of guys like Cody Epps, some of the other guys, Bruce Garrett coming in, they haven't necessarily enrolled already at BYU. They may be enrolled, they may be doing online classes, but they haven't moved to Provo and started workouts right away. Uh, the way I understand it is BYU is just being very cautious with how, cautious with how many people they're bringing into that so-called bubble environment, making sure everybody stays healthy if at all possible. They're testing guys each day with temperature checks, etc., asking them how they feel multiple times a day to make sure that if anything with COVID-19 pops up, they can isolate that person or people away from the rest of the team and potentially avoid a breakout amongst their teammates. So I think BYU is just being very careful with these freshmen and don't be alarmed that they're not on campus already for BYU. I expect they'll be coming here in the next month or so. They'll be here before training camp. That's the biggest thing I can assure you of. And hopefully they show up for that official or organized team activities that begin the end part of the next week. So July 11th, so a week from yesterday, uh, BYU will be able to get things going with their so-called OTAs as they get ready for the upcoming season, according to the NCAA calendar. But I I wouldn't be worried too much about the freshmen. They will show up and they'll be ready to go. I'm expecting guys like Cody Epps to come in and really make some waves early on in fall camp. Would it be great to have them on campus right now, being part of the player run practices and working out, etc.? Sure, it would be, but I can also understand the wisdom in BYU saying, hey, you know what? Let's slow our roll a little bit here. We'll bring guys in group by group and just make sure that we're being as safe as we possibly can be. This virus, it's unpredictable. We all know that. You see the headlines each day. Things change. It feels like on a dime. So don't be too worried. The BYU freshmen in particular have not shown up on campus yet. I just think it's just kind of an overabundance of caution that BYU is taking as they try to make sure everybody stays healthy ahead of a season that's just 60 days away. So there you go. Just over two months or just under two months. I don't know. How close are we to the BYU football season? It's coming fast. 60 days is going to fly by really quick. We've almost gone 40 days in this countdown. We, no, we have gone 40 days in this countdown. So regardless, a big thank you for your continued support of the show and looking forward to seeing all of the players on the field this fall for the Cougars. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. A big thank you once again for you guys joining us on another bonus edition on the weekend. Another full edition of the podcast returns tomorrow. I hope you guys have had a great weekend, had some fun with your family and friends, lit off some fireworks, ate some great food, and just had a lot of fun. That's the biggest thing about this holiday. I think it's a fun holiday and hopefully you guys are all doing well. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. We'll be back with you guys with another full edition of the podcast tomorrow. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for July 5th, 2020.